all things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Say Powered by Overtime Media. Hello and welcome back into another edition of the Who Dat Discussion. As always, my name is Andrew, and we are coming at you from the Vivid Seats studio. Use promo code OVERTIME in the Vivid Seats mobile app to save up to $100 on all ticket purchases. So we're going to be coming at you with another preview episode here as the Saints will be taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville on Sunday. This should be another Good game here. The Saints riding the three-game winning streak with Teddy Bridgewater as QB. We also have some news on Drew Brees, and then we're just going to go through our normal notes, intriguing matchups, and then finish it with our group-by-group preview. And I think we're just going to get right into some news here before we get into our preview here as Drew Brees, some big Drew Brees news. He is targeting week eight as his comeback. That's huge, obviously. That would only make it five weeks from to be out and five games I should say plus the sixth one that he missed midway but that would be a really good boost for the Saints the Saints want to especially how good they're playing right now they don't mind if it goes to week 10 after the bye but right now the Saints and Drew Brees kind of are targeting that week 8 to week 10 that's kind of the two games Brees wants the 8 Saints want the 10 we'll see what happens I really hope that the Saints do give Drew Brees that if he's ready let him play the eighth game because every game means something, and I don't care who's it against. I know it's against the Cardinals, and and they're not a great team. They just got their first win, but they're still an NFL team, and they're still a good team. They're still a good football team. They know how to play football, and anything could happen in the NFL. They got a rookie quarterback. Saints never do good against the running rookie QBs. That dates back to Robert Griffin back in like 2012. So they've never had great success against rookies. Some rookies they've done better against, but not really the high rookies' first picks. They haven't done as good against, but. Again, I, I just think if the Saints, if they feel like they're all in, then why wouldn't you bring Breeze back when he's ready? Because every game matters. I think we all know that. And I really hope that he is back for week eight. And if he is, that's great. Teddy Bridgewater did a hell of a job already. I don't care what happens in the next two games. I'm hoping that the Saints can pull out a few wins here. But if they don't, you got to give Teddy. Whatever he does here is gravy. I would love him. I think that the Saints are they're playing high. I think they want to win. And I said four wins with Teddy would be amazing. And they're on the cusp of that fourth win. So that would be really big straight out of the gate. But I did want to start with off that news because that's huge. That's going to be, obviously, if they can get Drew Brees back early and often, obviously, get him back in the rhythm, come back to 100%, I think he's going to be good. And honestly, I had a feeling that he was going to come back for week eight. He always is going to beat his time period. He's just that player. He's too competitive for that. So I, I think that coming into it, you're very happy of Breeze's progression here. And I think it, sh- it should be back to 100% good as new. And that's kind of just what I'm thinking about there. But really good news here from the Saints and what they were getting. And that is obviously integral to their playoff success coming in the future if they're going to make it to the playoffs. And then obviously to win games down the stretch from the division. They need it. If they're going to do any, make some noise this year, it's going to be Drew Breeze at QB. No offense to Teddy Bridgewater. But eventually, they're going to figure out either how to beat Teddy Bridgewater or Teddy Bridgewater is going to have to get better. And obviously, he showed that. He showed that last week that Teddy, he's gotten better since he's played with the Saints. So maybe that will continue if he was still the QB. But I think if the Saints, if they're going to do anything, they're going to need Drew Brees. And that's just how I feel. But how do you guys feel? Definitely comment. Do all that fun stuff. If you guys think that if Brees, what do you, when do you want Brees to come back? 8, 10? Does it matter to you as long as he's back by the playoffs 100%? I think that's all really fun 
stuff. So now we are going to get into our Jaguars preview here against the Saints as this is going to be another fun game. Jaguars coming in at 2-3. and three. Saints are coming in at 4-1. and one. This is at Jacksonville, but I feel like the Saints, they have that kind of spirit that they're going to win anywhere. They're going to win anyway. And I don't think it really matters where they're playing. I don't think it matters which way they're going to try to beat Jacksonville. I mean, it's starting to be like, how is this team going to lose? And if not for a freak play, like in the NFC Championship game, or your quarterback getting injured midway, how is this team going to lose? And they've every game they've won, they've done it a different way. That's obviously really big, and that's what you want to see. So coming into this game, it's going to be obviously a tough task. Jaguars got a ton of talent, especially if Jalen Ramsey plays. That's going to be huge for Teddy Bridgewater and Mike Thomas. And honestly, I just think that overall looking at this game here, the Saints, this is another winnable game. Everyone was pinning it as a win on the schedule with Teddy Bridgewater even. So we're going to see what happens here. The Saints are underdogs, though. They're plus one. I mean, that's basically a push, but they're plus one here, and I don't understand that. I think they should be favored here. And they have a 57.8% chance to win by ESPN's football power index. So I think that's, I mean, take it into what you want with those two stats, but those really what it is here. The Saints are 3-0 and with Teddy Bridgewater starting, and the Jaguars are 2-2 two and two with Gardner Minshew starting. So Minshew, like Bridgewater, is coming in for their starter. Obviously, Breeze is better than Nick Foles, but again, another backup that's had success. He's played well. He's been able to definitely galvanize his team, have success. I think everyone can really contribute that to this team, even getting up to 2-3, and three, which to them, look, obviously is not where they want it to be at the starting of the year, but that's also without Nick Foles, so I think that's kind of good for them. But he's in nine touchdowns, one pick. He's been able to really galvanize this team, give this team an extra level, and you got to give him, obviously, a lot of credit there, and the Saints are going to have to stop him. You're looking at other parts of the, the Jaguars. Obviously, you're going to look at Jalen Ramsey, their star cornerback, who's kind of in this weird limbo right now where he may play, won't play. He said he's not going to risk anything, so he may not play. But then he just had a heart-to-heart with the owner. So I think overall, looking at that Ramsey situation, we don't know what's going to happen. If he plays, that's obviously a big step forward for the Jaguars. But what if he plays and he's just not 100% into it? And Michael Thomas, we all know, is going to be 100% into it. And they're going to obviously be mirroring Ramsey with Thomas. So I do think that that's going to be really big going into this game to see if Ramsey plays or not and what kind of intensity is Ramsey putting up there. But that's obviously a huge saga for them. As we said before, it is at Jaguars. So I, I think the Saints are going to try to run the ball. They're going to try to play more com- complimentary ball, excuse me, there as they did against the Seahawks. And I think that's going to be big for them if they're going to win this game, if they're able to run the football with Kamara. And it's not like the Jaguars, look, they have a good front seven, but it's run up. They can run against them. It's not, I mean, look what Christian McCaffrey did last week. He ran all over them. Both teams are at 16 sacks. Both teams are going to be able to get to the quarterback, but it's going to be up to which offensive line is going to play a little better. Again, both offensive lines have played very well to this point, not giving up a lot of sacks. Saints are 25th in the league in sacks given up and the Jaguars are 18th. So both are not obviously in the top half of the league because that's good for both of these teams. And you see a lot of successes at both parts of where this team is. You're looking obviously at DJ Shark for the Jaguars, who's had a breakout season. He had a breakout game last week when looking at this team. He he was able to put up a huge game here with, I believe, over 11 catches. Yeah, he's got eight catches, I'm sorry, on 11 targets, two touchdowns, 164 yards. That's a day. And that's obviously really good for him. He's been able to put up 480, uh, 485 yards, excuse me, again, and five touchdowns this year to this point. That's obviously huge, and he's been able to give them a huge lift. So obviously, I think Mike Thomas is better 
but he's been able you got to stop him. You got to put Lattimore on him. And I think a big thing for this Saints team is going to be able to basically not let these Jaguars receivers run downfield. A lot of speedsters on this team, you can't let them run downfield. Keelan Cole, Marquise Lee, um, D.D. Westbrook, all these guys, they're able to charge down the fields, be very, very fast. They have obviously really fast 40s. They're able to run long routes. And if you let them develop, they're going to beat you. And if you're able to stop them, you have a very good chance at winning this game. Looking over to the Saints, skill position players, Mike Thomas has been amazing. He's been great. Two touchdowns last week, 11 catches, 185 yards a day, one of his best games of his career. And he was able to step up big time with, obviously, without Drew Brees. And it just shows that he doesn't need Drew Brees. And the money didn't get to him. He's here. He's ready to win this game. And I think that's obviously a huge step for Michael Thomas. But really, I think this game, looking at it, it's going to come down to, obviously, we're getting to our tree matchups. But I think the Saints are going to have to run the ball, as I said before. And that's going to be up to Alvin Kamara, who last week kind of was a little quiet. But this week, I think he's due. I think he's going to be able to, especially what McCaffrey did last week against the Jaguars. I think Kamara will be able to do a lot of the same and really have a good week and look McCaffrey he they were the reason they won last week was McCaffrey so hopefully Kamara can do more of the same so let's get into our intriguing matchups but before we do we are going to take a quick break you are listening to the Houdat Discussion Podcast welcome back into the Houdat Discussion and now we are going to get to our intriguing matchups starting off with Jalen Ramsey versus Mike Thomas This could be best receiver in the league versus best cornerback in the league, really. Obviously, both of these guys can ball out. Both of them have showed they can ball out. A little different playing styles. Mike Thomas is quiet, the quiet assassin, the silent assassin. He just does his little flex and moves on. And then you have Jalen Ramsey who's always chirping, always saying that he's the best. And what he did in college when he would text his opposing wide receiver's girlfriends, like all that stuff. Like that's what he does. That's what Ramsey is. You can call him a diva or whatever you want. But he's that Mike's the complete opposite, but both are obviously really good talents. So when looking at this game, I think Mike's going to get the upper edge. And why? Because I don't think Jalen Ramsey's head's 100% into this. And if you're playing Mike Thomas, you need 100%. And if Jalen Ramsey plays, maybe he doesn't. We'll see about that. But if he does play, I don't think he's 100% in. And maybe that's just me from afar looking at the situation. Obviously, I have not been following the Jaguars for a lot of the season, obviously only this week. But it just looks like his head's not in the game. And I'm not going to compare it to Antonio Brown, but it just looks like his head's just, he wants to be somewhere else. It's not even like Antonio Brown doesn't want to play football. I just think he wants to play somewhere else. And I think that's going to be really big when looking at this game. And I do think that's going to be a big matchup. If Mike can go out and get, obviously I don't think he's going to get 11 catches, 185. But if he can go out and get seven, eight catches, 90 yards, touchdown, that's going to give the Saints a huge lift. And obviously that's going to mean relying on other players. You're going to need Ted Ginn to have a big day. You're going to need Traquan Smith if he plays to come back and have a big day. Probably won't, but if he does, maybe he comes through late. He does. If not, then you're going to have to see guys like Lil Humphrey Jordan probably play, and he's going to have to have some success. You're going to have to look at guys like that. Maybe you're looking at other receivers, but I, I think those are your main ones right now. And then obviously Alvin Kamara, Jared Cook are also going to have to be big in the pass game to give Teddy Bridgewater more weapons here. But I think that's going to be a really big matchup. If Mike's able to win and have one of his signature games, that's going to help the Saints a ton here. So our next matchup is going to be Leonard Fournette versus our front seven. Our front seven has been one of the best in football. Stock Zeke Elliott to under two yards of carry last week was able to get a ton of pressure, was able to really stop their run as well. I think four yards of carry, but they didn't even run the ball that much because they were behind most of the game. And they were able to stop, obviously, Chris Carson as well. 
So I think that's really big for the Saints when looking at it here because they're able, they're right back to where they were last year, stopping the run. They've been able to get a lot of pressure. Overall, you're really liking this front seven. Fournette, though, he's kind of had like a comeback year after a sophomore slump. He's coming up, and he's been very good. He's averaging about five yards a carry. He's only got one touchdown, but he's got over 500 yards, and he has a lot of um, volume here with 95 attempts for over 500 yards already. We're only five games through, and he's got over 500 yards. That's huge for him. It's looking that he's going to have a 1,500-yard season. That's really big for him. you got to give him a lot of credit there, but... It's going to be big if the Saints can be able to stop him. He's a bruiser, which usually the Saints are good at, but he's still going to play. Or he's going to, if he can dictate this game, it's going to be a tough game for the Saints to win. So they're going to have to stop the run. They're going to have to get him to under four yards of carry. And if they're able to do that, we're looking really good. You're seeing a team here with the Saints that has had success against top running backs like Zeke Elliott. And they're going to have to do the same here against Fournette. Fournette's having a great season, maybe even better than Elliott. But he... You're going to have to stop him. And he's had a very good start here. But, again, we'll see what happens here. He's been able to be a bruiser, really, for this team. They need that bruiser, especially with a rookie QB. So, honestly, I think this is going to be a big game for the Saints to step up, do some really good things, and definitely get this run defense where it needs to be. It's, it's not like it isn't where it needs to be, but just keep it where it needs to be for this game. I guess that's what I was looking at there so now moving over to our last intriguing matchup and that is going to be miles jack here against alvin kamara huge kind of matchup here because last week jack basically mirrored christian mccaffrey and no offense to miles jack he's a great player but he was just no match for christian mccaffrey and honestly i think kamara is just as good as an athlete if not better athlete than christian mccaffrey so the saints should be able to feed kamara especially out of the passing game get him on that one-on-one with jack and i think you're going to see a lot of success from this saints team especially the saints offense i want to see them be able to isolate kamara and win off that that's going to be big especially if ramsey plays and he's doing good against mike you're going to have to get kamara in good opportunities here and give him the ball early and often i think that's going to be a big reason to victory if it screens if it's kind of those choice routes those are the best i think for a quarterback to give kamara those they're very easy reads and really kamara is doing the read by choosing which routes to run so honestly you've got to lean on your best players and i think kamara is going to be the guy that will show out more in this game than mike thomas but that's just what i think there and i think that's going to be really big i think the saints can win all three of these matchups and i think that's why i'm leaning towards the saints winning this game i do think that they're going to be able to come out they're going to be able to grind it out and do you have some a lot of success against this Jaguars team? I think they match up well against the Jaguars, but that's just kind of what I'm feeling there. So moving over to our group-by-group preview here, and we're going to start off with our quarterbacks, then we go through as usual, and we'll finish off with our special teams and coaching. So with the quarterbacks here, I'm going to take the Saints and Teddy Bridgewater. And why? It's just because I think that when you look at these guys, Minshew's played great. But I think Teddy Bridgewater's played really good too. And I think Teddy Bridgewater, what he's done really well, he's not trying to force anything. Not like Minshew is. Minshew only has one interception. But I think with Bridgewater, and this is why I think he's better, that better, veteran presence, excuse me, is better than what Minshew is able to put up. Minshew is a great leader. He's able to galvanize his troops. But Bridgewater has that quiet confidence. He just knows what he's doing, and he's going to fill in, and he's going to do his job. Minshew may force mistakes. He may throw balls downfield when it gets flustered with pressure. And we saw that in a few games. So I think that really what the Saints are going to have to do here, especially in this game, get Bridgewater in good situations as they have been doing. That's going to be on Sean Payton a lot too, but he's been able to do that to this point. Get him in throws he needs to make, and he looked great last week. He looked much better than Minshew last week. He looked like a top 15, top 10 QB. Not even top 15, top 10. 
he's been great. So you got to give him a lot of credit there. And I think that Bridgewater, he's better than Minshew. I think everyone's going to say that. Even though Minshew has played well, I just think that Bridgewater, he's taken the next step in his career. So I'm really happy to see that from Bridgewater. And I think that just shows that maybe he should get a chance to be the Saints starter after Drew Brees. And I think if you're not going to say... Yeah, you're just going to say, no, I understand that, and I was in that boat for a little bit. But now, after that game, we'll see what he can do. Honestly, I think we give him these next couple of games, and if he comes out here has a few more games like that and is able to still win games, the Saints should probably keep him, and they should start him. Give him starter money. Give him, give him a, obviously, it's not going to be a big contract, but if you can give him that four years, like, $60 million, he'd probably take it, and you can run with that, and he can be a big QB for the Saints team and help them win games here. So I think that could be really big. And he showed now he was the emphasis of that game against Tampa Bay, and he was able to win. So we've got to give him a lot of credit there. Moving over to the skill position players, I'm going to take the Saints skill position players. I like Kamara instead of Fournette. And then the receivers, I think, very, very interesting because they definitely have depth, but I don't know if it's really great depth. Look, you're looking at the receivers. You see five guys that have contributed in the past. You're looking at D.D. Westbrook, D.J. Shark, Chris Conley, Marquise Lee, and Keelan Cole. All have contributed at one point. But when you're looking at it right now, it's kind of just what it is here that I think that the Saints— Michael Thomas is obviously above and beyond all of them by far. Not even close. I think Ted Ginn is better than these receivers too. Maybe not D.J. Shark or what the year he's had, but I think Ted Ginn is— probably just as good here and then when you're looking at Jared Cook I think is a better weapon than a lot of these guys as well so I, I think the Saints do win the skill position players now these guys they're sneaky they're underdog players they're players that you wouldn't think would be good and they don't you don't really know their names but they're good and they're speedsters and they're able to beat the Saints deep and you may see that but I think pressure is going to be a big thing to beat these guys and I think the Saints that's one thing that's not going to beat them if the Saints get pressure they're able to run the short routes and they're able to win games that way so that's obviously really big there Moving over to the offensive line, and that is obviously going to be a huge match for this game. Because I think if the Saints are able to get pressure on this Jaguars offensive line, they're going to be able to win this game. But they've been good against pressure. They've been only 18th in the league. Now, that's not great, but it's not bad at all. You're looking at their offensive line with Cam Robinson, Andrew Norwell, AJ Ken, Jawan Taylor, Brandon Leander. It's not great. So... It is what it is. It's not bad, but it's not great. And I think you kind of see that through. Cam Robinson's a good player. Andrew Norrell's great. And besides that, though, there's really nothing really from this offensive line. So I don't think they're bad. They're not. But they have a few good players. And then you're looking at that right side. It's not that good. You can get Davenport. You can get Cam Jordan on that side. And you could have a lot of success. Saints O-line. Again, you can probably say that about the Saints. They probably think the interior has not played well. You're looking at Pete, you're looking at the rookie who played amazing last week, but Walford hasn't played, I think, great up to his standards just yet. But when looking at this game here, you're definitely seeing the Jaguars able to come in here, and they're going to try to obviously win with Marcel Darius inside. That's going to be a big thing for them, and Calais Campbell on the outside. If they're able to do that, then they're going to have success, but... They're probably not going to win with Calais Campbell because that's going to be Teron Armstead. Now, he usually does good against those types of players. And if he goes up against Ramchek, I'm definitely going to trust Ramchek. He's able to do a lot of great things. And Marcel Darius inside is going to have to get bottled up. We're going to need a good game from Walford. We're going to need a good game by McCoy. Another great game because he's played very, very good at times and very bad at times. Kind of some rookie games. But overall, he's been good. So I think really I'm liking the Saints off, off the line. I'm going to definitely take them here. It's maybe a push because I'm not going to say they have nothing. Because Juwan Taylor is good, but their, their inside's not the best. That's all I'm just saying. And 
all I think that we're looking at this online, I'm going to take the Saints, but you can probably, both teams can play and both teams are good. And they've been able to run, have a run block very, very well. So you got to give them that as well. So I'll take the Saints, but I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people say push or even the Jaguars line there. So before we get into the defense, we are going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Who Dat Discussion podcast. So welcome back into the Who Dat Discussion. And now we are going to get to our defense, starting with our defensive line here. And I'm going to give it a push here because looking at their defensive line, it's good. Marcel Darius, Calais Campbell, Aubrey Jones, and then you got Yannick Nguke. These guys are going to be able to play. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but all these guys, they can play. They got Josh Allen, the rookie, Taven Bryant, second-year player. They have, a lot of, they have a lot of depth there, just like us, and they're going to be able to use that just like we are able to use that. But our defensive line has played one of the best in the league. Their defensive line has played very good, too. Tied in sacks. They're able to stop the run just basically as good as we're able to stop the run. I don't know how you're going to go this. I'm going to go push. Really, Cameron Jordan, he's played great. He's up to Clyus Campbell's standard. We all know that. And he's been able to really be that rock that the Saints need, as always. We know that. Marcus Davenport has played amazing. He's played to the level of really any of those guys on the outside. Moving over to the inside, you have Malcolm Brown, who's played really good and probably just as good as Avery Jones, maybe even better. He's played one of the best in the league when you're looking at that interior defensive line position, that one tech that he plays is very important, and he's been able to do a lot of good stuff with that, and you've got to give him a lot of credit there. Then, moving over to your three-tech, and that's going to be where Sheldon Rankins comes in, and then also you're going to have David Onyemata. Marcel Darius can play as well. He's a very good player, but I do think that our tandem is just as good as that. That's why I'm going to go push. I do think that the Saints are able to get pressure on the Jaguars because I think their offensive line is a little bit worse than the Saints, and I do think that the Saints will be able to protect Bridgewater to a nice extent, especially when they start running the ball. So that's just kind of what I'm thinking they're moving over to the linebackers. I'm going to go another push. Their linebackers obviously have Miles Jack. He's good. He's a great player, but he got crushed by Christian McCaffrey last week. And I think that Demario Davis is better than Jack. That's just my opinion there. And then Leon Jacobs and Quincy Williams, another good core there. But I think that the Saints group, the way they've been playing, they've been playing well. AJ Klein has played very well. you got to give it to Kiko Alonso who's coming here and done a good job. It's not like these guys can't play. The Jaguars, they have a good linebacker where their front seven's great, but the Saints' front seven's also great, and I think that's what we have to look at here as well. They can come in here. They're going to do some great things, and I do think that the Saints coming in here, they're just as good as this front seven that Jack, uh, Jacksonville's putting out, and I do think that they will at least hold their own here. And Look, looking at Demario Davis as one of the best linebackers in the league, Miles Jack got crushed last week, Quincy Williams, Leon Jacobs, are they better than Klein and Kiko? Probably. But the Saints won't even probably throw Kiko out that much. And, again, I, I just think that the Saints as a unit is just as good as the Jaguars unit. That's just what I'm thinking there. Moving over to our secondary here. I'm going to go Jags. They got a great secondary. It's not like the Saints secondary has played bad, but the Jags definitely have the superior secondary, especially if Ramsey plays Ramsey and Boyer. It's better than Lattimore. And Apple for sure. They got Rodney Harrison, Jared Wilson on their safeties. Maybe you want to put Von Bell ahead. But again, I, I'm going to take their secondary, especially if Ramsey plays. And that's going to mean a really, they're going to need big days, of Saints, from their wide receivers, their skill position players that may win the game. If they're able to run the ball, run good play action, move the ball down the field, score points, take time off the clock, they'll be good. If they're not able to do that, if they're able to give up pressure, quick drive, three and outs, they will lose this game. That's just kind of what I'm thinking here. 
I do think that the Saints will be able to run the ball, and that's going to be a huge part to their success. But if they're not able to do that, it could mean a really bad loss for the Saints. Maybe a lot like that game against the Rams. That's just what I'm saying here. I don't think he'll be able to throw to Michael Thomas at will, especially if Ramsey plays. Other guys are going to have to step up. Jared Cook's going to have to step up. Ted Ginn's going to have to step up. Maybe some undrafted free agents are going to have to step up in this game. Kamara is going to have to step up in this game. And I think, really, when you're looking at it, the Jags definitely have the better secondary, but I think the Saints have the overall better team. And that's why I think the Saints will do... I think they'll be able to win this game. Before we get into my final prediction here, we will talk about special teams coaching. Again, I think the Saints have the edge. When looking at the Saints, they got a great special team staff, as we know. You're looking with those coffin corner pumps with Morstead. Great kicks by Lutz. They're able to return the ball. Hopefully, we'll see better stuff with Deontay Harris. The Saints definitely trust him still, so that's obviously really big. And I, I, I take a lot into that account, so I think they'll be fine there. Looking at their kind of special teams here, they got Logan Coke and Josh Lambeau, D.D. Westbrook, D.J. Shark. I, I don't think that compares to the Saints. I think the Saints also have a better defense when looking at the special teams as well, with Justin Hardy and guys like that. J.T. Gray have been very good this season as well. Coaching, I'll take the Saints coach, obviously, with Sean Payton. Looking at the Jaguars coach and Doug Marone, it's not like he's bad, and I think he's a good player. He's played on the Saints staff. Not played on the Saints staff, but coached on the Saints staff. He's done a good job, but I think Sean Payton – is a better coach than him. He'll be able to out-coach him. He'll be able to get his guys ready to play better. And I just overall think the Saints will be able to win this game. Score, I'm going to go 27-17 Saints. They'll be able to run the ball. They'll be able to really late. They'll be able to ground and pound, get this victory. It'll be a close game, I think, for most. But I think the Saints will be able to close it out. And I think with all that said, we are going to wrap up this podcast. If you enjoy what we're doing here at the Who Dat Discussion, you can follow us on Twitter at the Who Dat Discs, on Instagram at Who Dat Discussion, and anywhere you can listen to your podcast. Please follow us. If you have any questions, you can tweet us on Twitter, comment on our um, Instagram, comment on any of our platforms, and we will definitely answer your questions. I love answering your questions, but I'm hoping that the Saints can keep this good time rolling, get another win, and Keep Teddy Bridgewater hot. Keep this defense hot. Keep everything going, as I said before. But I think that this will do it. So with all that said, I want to say thank you, finish the deal, and who dat?